Last time on Eidolon Disco, the gang spent the days following Maurice's party trying to piece together what happened during the missing midnight hour of that evening. Maurice agreed to join Mr. Cutter's chess club, and Bob tried to snoop more around the school for clues while having another unpleasant run-in with their weed dealer, Wolf Thompson. Rather than search for clues, Casey took the opportunity to rebuild the relationship she started with Jordan Rogers, Natalie's extremely anxious cousin. Things have cooled off for the time being, but it's only a matter of time before the Mystery Solvers Club ends up in another tough situation, and they need to use this time to prepare. We are now pretty firmly into downtime. Kinda could have started downtime last time, but I didn't know if we were gonna end up doing a phantom fight or what, so kinda pumped the brakes on it, but now, no two ways about it. We're in downtime, baby. Um, we're also on episode 19, so this is going to be probably the last downtime session of the fall semester. Maybe not, I can't predict the future, but there's a Pretty solid chance y'all are not getting another downtime until, you know, after Christmas break. And is that significant? Who can say? I'm perhaps trying to signpost <laughs> that it is. Hmm. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, where would y'all like to meet up to do your downtime debrief? I mean, unless somebody else has a preference, I feel like the uh, the Mystery Club meeting room is, is, is the spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, could do that. Here's my yeah. question. Uh, d- does Jordan remember Casey inviting him to join the club? Did that happen during the Lost Hour? I don't remember. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> uh, Fabby, do you remember? Yeah. I don't remember, but to make things easier, I did say we had a conversation. That basically hit all the same that beats. That basically hit all the points. So yes. if I invited, if I invited them during that, then I... Then yes, let's just say yes for okay. simplicity's sake. Okay, let's go with that then. Yes, then in that case, you are in the club room and Jordan is also here. I feel like he, you know, it's an empty classroom and I feel like he has picked a desk like all the way in the back. Like you might not notice he's here if you weren't looking for him. Uh, okay, I just wanted to double check that because that can affect like what we can and cannot talk about. Absolutely. I'm gonna gonna drag his fucking desk all the way to where we all are. He is as still as a statue as you drag him and the desk forward. I have the hugest shit-eating grin on my face. (laughs) 
Like, I guess before that, have Maurice is like, you don't have to sit all the we we don't have a lot of members. You don't have to sit all the, oh, or you can just drag you can just drag them here. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, first off, we have to do the debrief here. We need a vote on how we think this past session of uptime went. Uh, as a reminder, this started with Maurice uh, inviting everybody to his cool party and uh, kind of stretched through the party, the confrontation with Mr. Cutter and the, the aftermath. Um, so I'm just going to go around the table here. Uh, Mike, thumbs up or thumbs down? Is Bob into how this went or not? I'm going to say thumbs up, because uh, really the the worst thing that happened that didn't get like stopped or fixed was Maurice dying, and I don't think anybody but Maurice knows about that. That's true. I don't even know if Maurice, Maurice knows, about, knows that. about that. Yeah, that was a spoiler. <laughs> oh, that's true. Say, yeah, Maurice, right. thumbs up. Everything went great. What? Nothing bad happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thumbs up then. Uh, okay. Uh, so Maurice is thumbs up. Uh, Bob is thumbs up. Casey, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Okay, that's three thumbs up. Uh, Haley, how about you? Oh boy. I feel like your main reason to give a thumbs down is something you've forgotten about, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, I think I think Haley is primarily thumbs up. Okay. Um, I, I think there were things that she learned after afterwards that, you know, make her a little concerned. Uh, but, you know, right. the party went well, and they dra- and they... They now know there is another teacher who wants to prob- probably kill them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. then that is four thumbs up. That means the phantom clock goes back two hours because the Woo! thumbs up won the vote. Oh, okay. So you're back all the way down to eight o'clock. Well, I got to oh, fix yeah. that. We, we no longer uh, need to be actively helping each other. Yes, uh, we did do a rules change. Hopefully that draft of the book, that draft of the book will definitely be out by the time this episode hits. Um, now the uh, extra solitary penalty doesn't kick in until nine o'clock, but the phantom clock will advance when I shuffle the discard now. Okay. Um, okay. So, which, you know, is much less frequent of an issue. That um, Honestly, that feels better to me. It feels like... It yes, makes I you agree. feel more like it is steadily accelerating. Like, okay, here's a small yeah. thing that makes it go faster, and now here's a big thing that makes it go faster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the better way for it to go. Um, all right. Well, given that you're all feeling good about this, go ahead and play out this debrief scene, keeping that in mind. Uh, I need to clarify that Casey is sitting on Jordan's desk. Uh-huh. Just giving enough space for him to actually see everyone else, but just sitting in the desk and not saying anything about it. Like, no. Okay. Cr- cross leg sitting on the desk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so the party went well. Yeah. You yeah. you did a good job, Maurice. Yeah. I think everyone had a good time, and it went awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if we had more cases like that one and not like all the other ones we've been having this year, uh, I would be okay with that. I don't know if I told you all this, but um, he holds up his arm and it has like a chest-shaped piece missing. And he's like, I think Mr. Cutter tried to attack us and I think we fucked him up. That seems right, right? Like... I think we went over that last episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just FYI. Did, did okay. We talk? Okay. If yeah. we did. Yeah. If we didn't, then we've got it here. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not great, but also it, at least he revealed himself pretty blatantly. I feel like we've got a better sense of who we do and do not need to worry about, both, both from the party and just from some, some vibe investigating, I don't know what we'd call it, that I've been doing. I feel like the student body is for the most part, uh, chill and, you know, not wanting to get all crazy about anything. Uh, but I believe it's the faculty that we need to be concerned with. And it's kind of good that we can at least narrow it down like that. Maurice nods. Yeah. Yes. So we should probably want to avoid spending time with adults, especially faculty, as much as we can. Uh. What do you mean, uh? I'm, st I'm still going to do chess club. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it is. It is good to keep a watch on him. Like he's going to do something and he came here to invite him. Like Casey doesn't say anything, but she does have her hands on her face. <laughs> Look, Natalie is going to be there as well. It's not like Maurice is going to be totally on his own. Yeah, and she knows how to handle herself. Her hands on her face. I mean, we have to do something, Casey. I'm not saying anything. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just worried. So we should hey. let's take let's take stock real quick. Uh, what like who are who are the teachers we haven't had to contend with yet? Who is like who do we have left to like who's on the board? There's probably a lot, but we should probably like have a list. Haley's dad. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. I don't think we need to worry about Haley's. Yeah. Dad. No, oh, yeah, he's... Well, we, should, we should put him on the board in the we don't have to worry about him side. How do you feel about yeah, the midnight guess... rule? We still don't know what's causing us to forget an, an hour of time each day. When we went to Merlin, he said that's just someone's tactic. Uh, that seems like a really powerful ability to control and kill everyone. I mean... Haley, you've been hit by it, Doctor. You know, or Professor Hill, the Hill, you know, thing, and a lot of people have been having heart attacks. Like, so I'm just to clarify, real quick, for for clarity's sake, mm -hmm. um, the heart attack rule is one of the rules of the game, so to speak. Uh -huh. What someone is doing is the amnesia that hits you if you learn anything during the midnight hour. Okay, okay. Normally, the midnight I'll hour should be the one time you can learn stuff. Yep. But someone is forcing amnesia on everyone. Speaking of the heart attack stuff, Jordan is in the room. So be careful what you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. No, I assume we're just <laughs> not going to talk about our... We can talk about stuff going in town. We can't talk about our idolons. I believe that's how it works. Uh, Casey, you get into... Like, we can't talk about our Ida and you start uh, mm. feeling well, a that, tightness that in your chest. character, but so. <laughs> <laughs> No narrator, I do not. <laughs> so, yeah, so someone out there is clearly trying to keep all the information they've gained to themselves. Clearly thinking that, well, correctly that that will give us an give them an advantage over everyone else. Or maybe they just they could try. I don't know. Maybe they think this. They could. 
I'm not saying this is good, but I'm saying they could be doing it out of some misguided sense of protection. If less people know less things, they're less likely to be hurt. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like we've been hearing a lot of, this is for your own good, this is for your safety lately. Yeah, it didn't say it was correct. Even even if that's the case, we still have to deal with them somehow. How do we find them out? Well, we did learn that it started 30 years ago. And these these new events happen when children in the town become 18. So we try and look up a yearbook of the class of 1950? That's my best guess. At least it's a place to start. Casey's doing maths on her fingers to try to figure out the year, and then Bob just says it. She lets the fingers go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... So that seems like a good, like, solid, concrete evidence approach. Uh, But we've also know from experience that... um, uh, Bob just sort of like kind of looks at Jordan a little bit and like looks back at the group trying to say this kind of quietly. Uh, other investigative methods uh, can still gather information that has been denied us otherwise. Should I leave? I can leave. This is making it difficult for you. I can, I can go. You're fine. Yeah, you're okay. We, we haven't well, had to discuss yeah. anything of that nature yet. Uh, okay. And hopefully if we can figure out this midnight stuff, I can, we can bring you in, give you all the information, and then you'll at least know it. Yeah, and we should just find out more about each other. Like, you know, has like Natalie said anything since... Anyway, I just, we don't have to talk about that. I... Hand on face. <laughs> uh, look, Maurice, you're the one who has a relationship with Natalie. I... She's basically a stranger to me. I haven't spoken with her. Okay. That's... All right. That's also, I was more going to Jordan. He's like, uh, George, how's that? Oh, uh, I mean, I don't talk to Natalie super um, often. It's mostly, I mean, um, I, 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 hey, I, I like grab his shoulder and like, you, I don't want to force you to be here. I invited you here because you seem interested and I do want to spend more time with you. But if you don't want to. <laughs> deal with Mystery Club stuff, we can just hang out outside of Mystery Club. I don't want you to be here if you don't want to. Uh, no, it's not that I don't, um, want to be here. Um, it's, 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 it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You are fine. Okay, then. And, uh, also you were under no obligation to, uh, answer pressing overly personal questions about your cousin, and Bob just kind of gives Maurice a look. <laughs> Maurice looks out. He's like, okay. Yeah, I don't know my cousins very well, so... Okay, so, uh... I mean, we have a starting place. Um, did anyone else have other ideas of things they might want to check? I still want to see if... I still want to try and put out feelers to, like, see if we can figure out that there's if there's anyone else out there who, like... I don't know, might be amenable or capable to helping us out here. I made one attempt and it went very badly. My attempt wasn't amazing either. Uh, also, speaking of which, uh, Casey? Yeah? Uh, you got 
listen, I, I don't like leaning on the fact that, uh, you know, I got a rich friend. I don't like abusing that. Uh, we, we got a horn in on Wolf's turf. He cannot be the only person selling weed around here. He fucking sucks. <laughs> Bob, Bob, look at me. Bob, wait, give me a second, Haley. Bob, look at me. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that you want to become a drug dealer? Is Bob broken? <laughs> he broken? I mean, wow. I mean, wow. we have to cook, Casey. <laughs> well, no, we don't have to cook. We just have to grow. Yeah. Here's okay. Listen, listen. It's it's no, it's no, wait, it's wait, gardening. Wait, wait. It's nice and peaceful. Pop. I don't know I'm not saying would... we sell stuff. I'm just saying we need to. We might maybe grow our own. No, but okay, we grow and then we we sell it to to Wolf. No, no, we we share it for you and me and Tim. Communal weed, anarcho communal weed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I can. I can. We can even grow people. it at my place. Uncle Jake doesn't pay attention to anything. Okay. I don't know why, but I have a feeling Dictionary Tim would be good at growing weed. We should like talk to him about this. have the patience for it, yeah. I don't know, just because he had nose uh, big he words. He hasn't been the same since the party, though. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Also, you need to... Bob, look at me. You need to be prepared for Wolf Thompson to try to stab you. That's a thing that might happen. If we start growing weed. I mean, there are already other people trying to kill us. I don't see why, you okay. know. Yeah, we do have. Okay with that? Yeah, no, I'll finance this whole thing. <laughs> I I, I guess people. you all can follow your passions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, that's it. Just hit me, like, uh, uh, Haley, like, you know how to grow crops, right? No, I mean yes, but not this. <laughs> She turns to Joran. Does this bother you? Also, do you smoke weed? Uh, no, and no. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to. Okay. It would it would have also been okay if you were not okay with it, George. Just so you yeah. know, <laughs> this is not one of those things where we uh, seal the room. <laughs> Yeah, You're okay I, with this, Jordan? Are you? Are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sometimes I come off very aggressive and strong, but like, no, that's not. She's blushing a little bit. That's not. Sorry. No, it's um, it's okay. Anyway, uh, oof. I need to find a way. Talking about cousins, I need to find a way to talk to one of my cousins. I mean, I don't want to be a walking stereotype, but yes, I know people that could get that to work. Yeah, okay. Get us some seeds. This is, this is not what I pictured when I put the Mystery Solvers Club together. <laughs> we've, we've all had a journey. Hey, hey, listen, we we are following in the footsteps of giants. The the one and only uh, Sherlock Holmes was high constantly, and it, it only expanded his mind. I, I'm pretty sure he was on much stronger stuff and also yeah. i don't think we should emulate him hmm. i don't think I, can, I, I don't think i can get my hands on opium you you should not even if yeah. you could you should not I'm, 
I'm gonna put my foot down on this. Uh, that's the direct behavior that you need if you're gonna break that rock I, and take that sword. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm like seeing out of you, Haley. Pain, I'm pretty sure. What'd you say, Jordan? Oh, nothing. Oh, come on, tell me. Oh, just uh, I think he was addicted to cocaine, not opium. Okay. I will not say whether I could get my hand on some coke because no. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't think I should. Okay. Although I did like it when you said you were gonna put your foot down. Casey, that, that was cool. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> I like it when you're strong-headed. It's cool. Thank you. I respect it. In, in, anyway, anyway. In, interesting pivot, but um. I do like the confidence, Bob, and everyone. We, you know, I, you know, if I can toot my own horn, I think the disco night went pretty good. And like, if there was any trouble, we repelled it. I think we should feel like, I don't know, pretty good for the rest of the semester. Like, yeah. Honestly, I'd much rather, you know, race weed than get into another life and death fight with magic is this just about wolf are you are you really specific you like turns to bob is this just about wolf are you really like he's the only rival town and he sucks okay all right okay don't be rude to bob bob's so sweetheart i'm just surprised to see you so worked up about this i okay i know i like i i went up (laughs) to him with i made an honest attempt to try to just be his friend and it just made him even pricklier have you ever had an enemy, Bob? Like, Maurice is like, leans in. <laughs> Not that I n- know of. I mean, I guess I guess this semester so far, yeah, but... Not, not really. Not that I know. And, like, again, I'm not, I'm not looking to go out there and challenge him and, and, and mm-hmm. start an, an, an empire. I'm just saying, like, if we grow our own, we don't have to owe him money anymore. Okay, I can see the, the the reason of that. His weight's not that good, too, though. Like, it's good, but it's not that good. Anyway, Mystery Solver's Cloak can also be a Dabodney, I guess. But also, I didn't know anything. That's a... St- <laughs> Liaison. Green Fingers Club. I'm, I'm gonna go to the library. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Maurice wants to follow Haley. He's like, alright, uh, club meeting over, I guess? Yeah, sounds like it. Do you want a Do you want a research partner, Haley? Yeah, sure. All right. Well, that sounds like a transition into downtime proper. So, since the last time y'all have downtimed, things have changed up a little bit here. Uh, this would be the part where we level up, but y'all have not earned up enough XP. The good news there is that you're pretty close, which makes it fairly likely you might double level up the next time. So, you know, that's yay! Something. Yay! Hey! Yay. <laughs> um. But yeah, what you can do from here are one of two things. You can do tie scenes, where one of you does a one-on-one scene with somebody you have a tie to, uh, which will end in updating that tie. We have, like, got the scaffolding of a system that makes that matter, and um, I'm running this game. I can go ahead and just sort of, like, pull the ripcord on that. I'll give you the the level one tier of a tie reward on here. Oh, shit. Uh, Which is plus one forward to the next move you make in support of the person you have a tie to. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and you can also do downtime moves. So you can only participate in one downtime move per downtime. Um, 
but these are moves that are mostly, I mean, the downtime moves we've been using, but uh, any number of you can be on any of them, so all four of you can do one, or you can go two and two, or whatever you want. And uh, once everybody has done at least one downtime move, and you've done all the tie scenes you would like to do, that will mark the end of downtime. I have an idea. I don't know if anybody else has like a, a, a burning pitch, but I got one. Go for what it. Do you I got? can wait. I have one, but I can wait. Hmm. Okay, so of the elements that we have available to us, um, yes, I think Maurice is feeling good after the disco thing. Uh, good, like, you know, hey, cool, I made out with a cool girl that also fights teachers. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's doing that, that's one way to interpret the events yeah, of the night, yeah. yes. <laughs> and so I kind of like the idea of Maurice doing the chess club thing. And doing that for the live it up for a week, where him and Natalie just like blow smoke in the prof- the the chess teacher's face and just are shitty in <laughs> chess class, <laughs> and that's our live it up. That's 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 my hot take. Okay, yeah. If you want to go off on your own to to live it up here, um, live it up. Uh, fairly new. Uh, do something reckless, irresponsible, and fun. Draw pow. On a positive card, you have a great time and make some excellent memories. Describe a new friend you make along the way and what you did to kickstart your friendship. On a neutral card, you have a good time, but you take things a bit too far. Describe something you break or ruin. On a negative card, you make a nuisance of yourself and attract the wrong kind of attention. Describe someone who you and your friends have made an enemy of today. Uh, so, does anyone want to join Maurice in making a nuisance of himself at chess club? Uh, I very much do not. Neither do I. I'll pass. Uh, yeah, that's good. Okay. Ty, I love you, but <laughs> but <laughs> this does not seem like something Bob would want to participate in. Casey's whole thing is that she wants to protect everyone and be as less involved in stupid teacher fighting mm-hmm. things. So this is yeah. the opposite of what the she opposite. wants. Yes. Uh-huh. All right, then, Maurice, why don't you go ahead and draw a POW for me? What is your POW here? It's, it's, uh, it's one. one. So, the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, so, that's a neutral card. You have a good time, but you take things a bit too far. Describe something you break or ruin as you are. So, you're attending chess club, but you are, yeah, being a bit of a class clown, making a nuisance of yourself. I think, it, you know, you're trying to uh, get a rise out of Mr. Cutter, and he is frustratingly unflappable because that's just kind of who he is. He is sort of taking he recognizes that this uh, shenaniganry that you're (laughs) pulling off is just part of your larger stratagem and he's not going to fall into the trap that you're laying. But tell me what you break or ruin as you're, uh, you know, I think you're having a good time with Natalie throughout all this. Yeah, we're just, you know, making jokes and whatnot and, um, is there like a really is there like a chest like reward like a like a big like glass piece like a world championship or something that like like a trophy sure like a trophy yeah 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 i like fall over in my chair and like a rube goldberg machine like something hits it and it goes gets smashed into a billion pieces I think as soon as that happens, the entire room just goes... I mean, it's a chess team Uh practice room, so it's already pretty quiet. It somehow finds a new level of silence to reach. And uh, I think Mr. Cutter kind of walks over to the closet, grabs a broom and dustpan, 
wordlessly sweeps it all up. And then, like, puts a heavy hand on the back of your chair. If you were still leaning back, he kind of, like, forces you down onto all four legs and just says, Maurice, you're going to want to be more careful, or you're going to break something important. I, I don't know. I've been breaking a lot of stuff lately. Is mm, I don't know. I guess I can threaten him by saying, hey, if I show you this people this mark on my arm, they'll know that's fucking your ass. <laughs> he like leaves back like I, yeah I wouldn't want anything like that to get out and he like pulls up his sleeve a little bit he uh, looks down and sees sort of the edge of the wound and looks back up at you and says um, if you have something to share with the class go ahead oh man is he fucking what's, 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 what's he pulling I'm, I'm okay He's like still got a hand on your chair, and he's sort of leaning down. He is his face is like uncomfortably close to yours. It's like no, I, have, I guess I don't have anything to share. He puts his shoulder, his arm down. He's like, I'm probably not gonna kill you know, show him in class. That would be. I didn't think so. Maurice, you joined this team to hone your mental talents. I suggest you work on that more while you're in here. And he just like stands up and walks away from you, back to his desk. I didn't go nearly as cool as I thought I was going to go. <laughs> he's the just, Maurice Bailey story. He's grumbles, grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> I think uh, Natalie next to you is just like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> is he just all that, always that intense all the time? Yeah, 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 he is. <sighs> <sighs> I feels like the end of that scene. Yeah, that's all uh, I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Who's next? Hmm. I have, I have a tie scene, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we wanna, unless you have something prepared, uh, Luke. I don't know uh, if we wanna even play it out. We can just talk about it. Uh, what it would be with Jordan. Yeah, I mean, we we can do some stuff with Jordan. I think right now, um, I think KC is really stressed out about all the stuff happening, being a cause of murder. So it's actually. Affecting her more than she expected. She doesn't want to spend a lot of time at home because dad's being weird and mom's being weird in different ways, but they're right. being weird together. Right. So, and like, there's Flannery and she likes spending time with Flannery, but Jordan's new and Jordan's nice and Jordan, she feels in control when she's hanging out with Jordan and that's new. It'd be hard not to. <laughs> yeah, but like, there's no one like Jordan in her life. Right, she, right. Her life is so full of, like, all these larger-than-life personalities and, and people. And, like, she has this tendency to gravitate towards them, like Maurice or Haley or Flannery. And then be like, no, I can be the bigger personality and I can just chill with you. Yeah, yeah. I think she... Yeah. I, I don't know. You tell me if it's good or not. But, like, I think she's slowly been trying to spend, like... As much, like you do as a teenager, as much time as she can around Joran without trying to over push her her limits here. Yeah, no, I think you can absolutely do that. He's he's game for that for sure. Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, he'll he'll pretty much hang out with you anytime you want to. Um, He's definitely, you know. I don't know if you've picked this up about him. He's a bit mm-hmm. shy, so <laughs> really, you don't tell me. Um, but uh, you know, so yeah. he can maybe it, it's maybe easy for him to get a little 
uh, socially overstimulated mm-hmm. or clam up or whatever, but, you know, he's certainly, uh, you know, desiring to hang out with you as much as you'll let him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything neat we could do, but, like, yeah, I don't... Because we talked about... The problem is a lot of things I can think of I don't think would make good radio. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, we talked about them doing, like, writing together, but that's not good radio. Sure. I'm trying to think about drama or something we could do. I, um, maybe come back to me, I guess? Okay, I mean, we can... Um, well, let me think of how to do this here. Yeah. Um, Let's say you're together with him and you're sort of... Yeah, we, we can say you both have your notebooks, you're, you're writing mm-hmm. some stuff. I don't have pre-written Jordan stories to read here, but we can, you know, imagine. Yeah. You know, I think he's definitely very, like, genre fiction type mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, you know, science fiction or, um, you know, fantasy type things primarily. Yeah, nerd shit. Uh, nerd shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, actually, what what would be the type of stuff that Casey's writing here? Casey writes a lot of poetry. I think okay. it's her yeah, yeah. main stuff. She writes... It used to be more, way more angsty, but mm. since she's hung out, been hanging out with Jordan, it's becoming more sappy. Not explicitly about him, but, like... Right. I don't know if Jordan could, but you could be like, oh, this is about this dumbass. Okay. I think Jordan knows enough about writing yeah. to be able to infer things, but also yeah. is too anxious to, like... Well, obviously, I know that's how it's reading, but clearly yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Th- this uh, quiet sunset is not a-, a reference to me at all. No, no, no. Th- no. This night in this poem, uh, helping the the chain demon, it's not not a reference to me at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of that. Okay. I don't, I don't think Casey's good at poetry, but I think she likes it. Okay. Um, I think while you're hanging out doing that, as you, you're kind of doing, um, uh, you know, like you said, you're spending a fair amount mm-hmm. of time with him at this point. Um, I think at one point he says, um, uh, hey, Casey, um, hmm? I, uh, I don't know if this is rude to ask about, but you... She, like, puts both her hands under her chin and looks at him really interested by uh, what rude thing would Joran ever ask? <laughs> um, you told me you're uh, a girl, right? Yeah. I um, am. I I didn't ask a lot of questions about that, because again, like, I didn't mm-hmm. want to be rude, but I mean... Mm-hmm. I guess, could you tell me some more about that yeah uh and you don't you don't have to if no it's not something i you... i want to um yeah uh so i used to hate everything like not just like oh i hate myself i hate my parents so like i used to hate everything Every second, every movement, everything. And then slowly, little by little, I found out the source of my hate was that everything felt wrong. And I didn't understand why until I realized I'm a girl and then everything 
it wasn't like everything was fixed immediately because that's not how life works, but I knew that the things that felt wrong, I had a name for them, or not even a name, but like I had a way to describe them and a reason for them, and that slowly has made... Like, I still hate some things, but I hate them because I want to hate them, not because my skin crawls when I think about shaving or when I think about wearing a suit. I just... I don't know. Is this dumb? Is no, this, no, no, does no. Does this make it's, sense? It's, um, I, I, I think so. I guess, um... Because me and the... Your, your friends are the only people you told about it, right? Yeah. I want to tell my sister, but I'm afraid she'll say something to my parents. Not not because she's mean, but like I'm afraid she'll be worried about me, or think I'm sick, or think I'm wrong, or something, and tell my parents out of trying to do something good for me. And I I have a place to have a place to stay if everything goes wrong. Haley's parents have. Her dad's have offered to put me up once Haley goes to college. So, I'm probably going to wait till then. I'll probably let her know. I wish I could let her know beforehand, but I'm... I'm scared. Like, I don't have the best relationship with my parents, but I'm scared that the moment... The moment I let them, they will think I'm sick, they will think I'm a freak. And they will kick me out of the house. I'm scared that... My dad looks at me like his precious boy. Like... Like a copy of him. Like... He wants to give me all the things he never had. And I'm scared that he's gonna go from that to not wanting to ever look at me again. And I don't want him to look at me as his son. I would still want him to look at me. I want him to look at me as his daughter. I want my mom to share cooking recipes with me, which she doesn't want to because she says men don't belong in the kitchen. Uh, I want her to to show me how to sew, even though I kind of already knew because I taught myself. I want her to allow me to be feminine and share in the feminine things she does. And I want... I want to be close to my sister in a way we used to be, where like, this sounds dumb, but gender didn't matter, the, where I was a boy or girl didn't matter, we played with dolls, we played with things, we hung out, and then as we got older, I couldn't do some of that shit, and I had to go and do sports, which I didn't like, or if I wanted to do stuff with my hands, I had to work on cars, or like, build things. I couldn't, I couldn't sew, I couldn't paint, I just. Jordan kind of like, is sort of, his eyes are a little unfocused as though he is just like, thinking about something. Yeah, um, I know this is a lot. She like, rubs her eyes. Uh, no, no, you're, you're fine. Um, what if I could help? I mean, 
they already do help a lot. But um, what if yeah. I could help more? Okay. Um. She like has like an eyebrow up, head head twisted a little bit. Like, what do you mean? He looks a little nervous in a different way than he's usually nervous. Um, as though he's like a little like, eh, is this a good idea to suggest? Um, but eventually, you know, he says, "Could." You meet up with me at midnight sometime this week? She remains quiet for 30 seconds. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. I don't. We'll have to talk about it, and I guess we won't remember that we talked about it, uh, which might make it weird, but I guess if, if you're not. If you don't like my idea, then we'll just both forget about it. Can we... Hmm, can we do something like... I'll paint my nails? Because we know stuff like the the scar. Uh, I'll, I'll bring two nail polishes. If I agree with your idea, I'll paint my nails red. If I don't, I'll paint my nails black. Okay, okay, yeah, that, that, that works. I like yeah. it. Um, okay. okay, then I will, yeah, I, I should actually get going, but I will talk to you, um, uh, I, I guess tonight, or... Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you then, and he just kind of hey, smiles Hey, hey, Jordan? Are... Yeah? Are you sure about this? I don't want to force you to do anything. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not forcing me to do anything. Like I said, I'm, I'm more worried about whether you're sure about it, but we'll, we'll figure that out I guess we'll find later. that tonight. Yeah. She has a smile, but she is worried, but has like she can't tell if she's worried and nervous because of her feelings about this boy, or worried and nervous about the possibilities of tonight. Um alright. Uh Fabi, we will circle back around to that. Who wants yeah. to do a scene next? Uh I suppose um I could do my scene. Um Mike, did you have anything you specifically wanted to do? Uh, so I, I was, uh, thinking of trying to do a commune with the undertow thing. Okay. Um, so, so I guess that's, I, I guess that's the thing is, uh, Bob did offer to help Haley with her research. So what I would say is if you want to, if you want the research to be something like, uh, what gathering information, the downtime move, then you can do that. Or you can just focus on inner character relationships there and make it a tie scene. You don't get a mechanical benefit from it, but, you know, you're getting a scene together and, like, in some ways it's, you know, you can make happen what you want happen in that scene. You know what I mean? It's just not going to be as directed as the down. Or we could each do our own thing. That's also totally valid. Yeah, I, I guess that's the thing is could, could Bob still be present in the scene even if it's just Haley's move is the question. Um... Yeah, because I yeah. was going to do a gather information. I'm going to say no. Like, if I... Okay. If this was just, hey, we're playing this RPG book that we've got, I'd be like, yeah, sure, fuck it, why not? In the name of playtesting it, I'm going to say no, and noting the fact that we wanted to, wanted to do it that way as something to review when we talk about downtime moves again. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, uh... 
You know, yeah, no, for, for consistency's sake, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go in with uh, Iris on this. Okay, so you're both hatching a scheme, or gathering information, rather. Yes. Okay, you're both gathering information. So scout out a person or location you and your friends might confront or make use of in the future. Draw Jen and play one card. On a positive card, each person making this move can ask any one question regarding the object of investigation, and the GM must answer each question honestly. Ooh. On a neutral card, only the player who drew for this move may ask a question. On a negative card, you learn nothing useful, and someone or something takes notice of you snooping around. So, Haley, go ahead and give me that genius draw. That's, a, that's two. Uh, all right, so that gets you the, the tower or the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I can't remember. We... Can we push on these? I also can't remember. I don't think you can. No. <laughs> oh boy. Um So I mean the the polarity matters more than the forecast for these, so it's kinda, you know, whichever pick your poison here, but Yeah, I guess I guess the moon. <laughs> what are you trying to research? Well, I was trying to research the night fever Eidolon. Right. Uh, yeah, so specifically, uh, we were look, trying to look in to see who who is a senior of the class of 1950, because that's who we're assuming this person is. Yeah. So checking yearbooks, cross-referencing that okay. with like um, names we can find in the current phone book, just trying to figure out who who is still around since then. Then what I think is you both sit down in the library to uh, start going through the 1950 yearbook. And as you do, like, Haley, you've got the yearbook in front of you and you are opening the front cover of it. And then in a flash, you are closing the back cover of it. And you look at the clock on the wall and 40 minutes have passed. How, how do they know what we're doing? Because I can understand how it happens to everyone at midnight. That's a set time, not a location. How do they know what they're what we're doing? Oh, this is this is really bad. Either they're actively they must be actively monitoring us somehow. They must know specifically who we are and are keeping track of us. So can can we do other moves while the scene is going? Yes, you can. Yes. Okay. Uh, I would like to dredge. Okay. Um, you got two biz, right? Sure do. It gets you the world or the fool. Uh, all right. Well, the the world seems like the way to go on this one. The world. Okay. Let me think what I can give you. Um, I gotta give you a lot, because you played the world. <laughs> and for just a moment, the world bends to your will. Well, first and most obviously, clearly you were on the right track in looking at this yearbook. Clearly, the user of Night Fever is in the pages of this book. And the sense you get is that, like Haley was saying, when it hits everybody at night, that is so... um non-discriminating that it seems like it is just an automatic thing that this person is doing. But this was specialized. It was targeted. It was targeted. And as you look around the library, you notice that nobody else seems disoriented or confused. 
and it occurs to you that you are the only two people in here that have um, lost time. And the only thing, the only conclusion you can draw from that, I suppose it's possible they have somehow, like, booby-trapped this yearbook, but that is not the feeling that you have. The feeling you have is that you are being actively surveilled. Okay, who who all is in this room? Who all is in this room? Um, I think there's probably... I don't know, medium-sized library, I'm going to say, um, maybe a dozen or so students, maybe 20, and uh, there are probably, I'm going to say just one librarian working at the counter. How old is the librarian? Um, The librarian is probably about, you know what I'm going to tell you since you got the world, uh, too young. Okay, too young to be our, our person. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think uh I think Haley is going to I think what she's going to do is without saying a word, she's going to pick up the yearbook mm-hmm. and uh walk to the to the library shelves in such a way that it's not clear whether she's putting the book back or if she is trying to like hide what she is doing. Uh, because Haley wants to draw whoever is doing this out. And I'm not sure if this would be investigate or or what, but uh, tell me a little bit more about what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, so it, basically like Haley is Haley's under the impression that like to make it this targeted, they probably have to be aware of when to start it and when to stop it. And if it's specifically targeted them, um they probably have to have a way to localize it. So there must be some sort of targeting involved. Uh, so Haley is essentially trying to um, almost like do a counter spy here, where she, where she is acting sort of in a way to de- deliberately incite a move that would force whoever is doing this to react so she can try and find anyone who seems to be acting out of the ordinary in a way that would indicate they are following. Okay. I see what you're saying. Go ahead and give me a challenge fate Ellie for that. I'd love to do that and also deal from the bottom. Ooh. Okay. Oh, uh, so you know, there's something down there. What's your Ellie? My Ellie is uh one. One. Uh, that gets you the fool. You become what you were needed to be in this moment. That's correct. It does. That's my oh, resident, that resident card. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, why don't you read your? Someone's counting cards, just like it's never. Me and Crystal. Why don't you read your resident? <laughs> yeah, you and Crystal. Go ahead and read your resident card effect out. Sure. When you play your resident card, apply the following forecast. Every card turns up in your favor. A spirit embodying the concept of luck will emerge from the undertow, as described by the GM, and bestow a blessing upon you. Draw one additional card next time you make a move. The luck spirit will remain in this world until you until you play a neutral or negative card. Okay. Then I think <laughs> I think as you're kind of fiddling with this book by the bookshelf with the yearbooks, um, a bookshelf next to the one you're at suddenly a whole bunch of books falls out of it, and that sort of white silhouette of a cat is there, and it's just sort of like. 
lazily walking down the shelf, just knocking down every book that it runs into. I love them. <laughs> Go off, queen. And uh, I think the librarian immediately kind of snaps to the sound of the books falling and, like, gets out of her chair and is just sort of shouting at the cat to, like, shoo. And it, uh, like jumps down and starts skittering across the library and the librarian uh, is sort of chasing it around. It's, you know, making a bit of a scene in here. Um, it jumps up onto the librarian's desk and turns its head to face you and then jumps down and runs out the front door with the librarian chasing it. The librarian's desk. What is on that desk? Yeah, you approach it uh, now that she has been taken away, and um, there is, you know, the kinds of things a librarian would be using. Um, stamp, you know, card indexes, etc. and so forth. You get the idea. Uh, <laughs> I could go on. <laughs> Dewey Decimal cards. Yeah, ooh, I need to double check something real quick. Oh boy. I just want to double check I'm not going to introduce an anachronism here. Okay, good. No, I'm not. Uh, there is also a telephone, naturally. And um, you notice that it is off the hook, even though, as far as you remember, the librarian wasn't on the phone. And uh, there is a there are speed dial buttons on this phone, and they are each labeled with the name of a school administrator. Interesting. Um, how many school administrators are there? Let's say six. That's about as many as I can fit on a speed dial. You know, you got like, you have the principal, you have, um, a, let's say the head guidance counselor, and then you have uh, one vice principal for each year. I'd like to write those down on an index card. Okay. I can sit here and generate you six names, but you know, oh, okay. we can do that off mic. Yeah. <laughs> or I can get, I can give them to you if you want. Uh, let's find out. Yeah, sure. Let's. Let, <laughs> I mean, is it is it specifically important for this scene? Uh, not for this scene. Okay, no. we can do yeah, that let's, later. Let's then. just say, yeah, let's just say Iris has a list of names, and we. Can... I will have a an actual <laughs> list of names for you next time. Okay. Now you can make the names to Matt. Because I could be like, well, there's this one name on here that I do have, but then that kind of <laughs> gives the game away. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna write those down and I'm gonna put it in my pocket. Mm. Um, and then after doing that, uh, I'm going to try opening. I'm I'm gonna hang up the phone. Mm. I'm gonna try reading the yearbook again. Um. Yeah, in that case, uh, you can read the yearbook. Okay. Now, now, Haley, that does mean that apparently the librarian was somehow involved in watching you here. Uh, so you have until she gets back before things might get weird. Okay. Um, I just want to quickly skim through it and mm -hmm. find any names that are also listed on the index card. Crossroads with the index card. Okay. Uh, can um, I? Can, can Bob step in and do this? Because oh, yeah. quickly is the name of the game. That's true. Bob could do this quicker. Uh, Bob, I will say that, yeah, you can quickly flip through the book and uh, 
Hey, yeah, I'm not going to make you draw for it. Um, all six names are students. Well, no, they wouldn't all be students from this class, would they? Let, let me scratch that. Revise. Um, in fact, now the question is how how uh, how hard and or easy do you want us want to make this for us? <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the gear yeah. turning in my head. Like, well, how much should we be uh, narrowing this down? <laughs> I'll tell yeah, you what, because on the one hand, we 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 drew a really bad card at the start, but we've also drawn really great cards since. So it's like, that's true. That's true. Oh, that is true. You did you did draw a card that said nothing useful, didn't you? <laughs> In that case, I think I am gonna have to cut you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry. I was ready to give you a name, but no, Bob. I think in that case, um, yeah, you can find. Um, three of the names in here and Haley I think if you'll recall I'd have to double check I don't think Merlin gave you a dead on date of 30 years he said about 30 years ago um so it could even be somebody from a year earlier or later than this it this has not narrowed it down okay but for a negative card you've already narrowed it down you know pretty decently yeah the with the main downside being that they know that we're researching now very very blatantly Yes, you have completely shown your ass. Yep. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to everybody's favorite part of every podcast, the ad break. It's me, Luke, and I'm here to tell you about patreon.com slash playtest. That's a website you can type into your web browser where you can do the incredible thing of giving us money. And I mean, you get stuff for it, too, but the main part is the part where we get money. That's maybe not the most compelling sell I've ever done, so let me explain what you get in exchange for that money you give us. For just $1 a month, you get every episode of this show a full week in advance. If you're listening to this on the free feed, you could have been listening to it last week, and you could be listening to the next episode of Ska right now. Uh, For $3 a month, you get two bonus monthly podcasts, design sessions with me and Molly, where we... Work on the Idle on 2 ebook, slowly but surely working towards a final draft of that. That's still a ways off, but we are working towards it. Uh, you also get Idle on Playlist, a music podcast where we review some of the music that gets referenced on this show. Uh, we have recorded uh, an episode on The Toasters, a ska band. Uh, that should be coming out sometime in the next week or so here. Uh, for $5 a month, you get your name shattered out on the podcast, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, you also get the current draft of Eidolon 2E, a pretty good game, if I do say so myself, even if it ain't done yet. Um, and you also get all the other previous drafts. Uh, you can find the final version of Eidolon 1E on there if you don't want to pay us 15 bucks over on uh, our itch.io page. You can just get it for five bucks on our Patreon if you don't want, you know, fancy layout and illustrations. But by the way, if you search for Eidolon Become Your Best Self on Itch.io, you can give us 15 bucks for the version with fancy illustrations and layout. Um, For $10, you get bonus content of a variety of different things. That was not how that sentence ought to have come out. Uh, You get, for instance, the Season 3 soundtrack that Maxi did a great job on. You also get access to the VODs from some streams where me and Iris played Hitman in character as Bartholomew Lightkill and Bartholomew Lightkill. Uh, those were fun. We should do one more of those to wrap it up. Uh, but 
most recently, we put out a new episode of Actually, I Meant For You To Pod My Cast, our JoJo's podcast, which will be coming out on a monthly schedule for the foreseeable future. So give us $10 so you can hear us yell about Stone Ocean. Um, but yeah, more than anything else, you can give us money just to show us that you're enjoying the show and want to support our work. It is uh, always a very appreciated thing when we get um, you know new subscribers uh, it really helps me and my neuroses as I stare at our, like, Graftrion rankings and really want to see that number go up. So, you know, help out a person with brain problems. <laughs> Give today. Uh, but if you, you know, can't afford to subscribe or you just don't want to, that is also totally understandable. Um, honestly, the biggest way you can support the show is just by spreading the word about it, telling your friends, telling your enemies, <laughs> um, you know, just uh, letting people know that there is a cool podcast that they ought to be listening to. You can also rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice, um, in addition to just, you know, helping us out algorithmically a bit. Uh, it also really warms our hearts when we get to read a positive review on Apple Podcasts or what have you. Also, uh, do need to make an important announcement on July 1st, which is this upcoming Saturday at 12 p.m. Central, we are opening up the $100 mini-series tier again. Um, if you don't remember this from, uh, I guess, boy, over a year ago at this point, uh, how this is going to work is up to three people can sign up for that tier. Like I said, it's 100 bucks. And if you um, are one of those three people, we will contact you for a band or musical artist to base a four-part miniseries off of. Um, think about, you know, Idol on Daft, Idol on Giant, Idol on Spice from last year. That is what we're looking at here. Um, we're going to be taking a short hiatus off of Disco Ska once we hit the episode 25s, and we will be doing these three miniseries to round out the year, and then bringing Disco Scott back next January. So, get in on that, if you want to make us make a miniseries about uh, some band you like. it's uh, It was a good time last time, I think it'll be a good time this time. Gives other folks in the show a chance to uh, GM, which is always fun. And, yeah. I think that's all I've got, other than saying a thank you to some of our $5 patrons. So let me give a heartfelt thank you to Agwheel, Taylor Owen, Jonathan Simpson, Rue, Gay Sarah, Chelsea Welch, Britt, Elena Gray, Knight of Rosemary, Lachlan Cleland, Callie Roguski, Sam Maxwell, Ramon SL, Lazy Empress, Josh Burry, Naraxis, A Cactus, Aaron, Lillian Schultz, Kim Bellwoods, Torches, Her Lady Weaver, Imran Bossett, Mitchell Dill, and Rizzy. Thank you all so much for donating. Donating? Subscribing. You do get something in return. It's not a full-on donation. Um, I think that is everything that I have got to talk about here, so let's get back into the show. Bye! Who wants to do another tie scene? Um, Casey, you still have a downtime scene you can do. And of mm -hmm. course, uh, anyone can do as many tie scenes as they'd like. I don't have anything in mind in particular, to be honest. I do okay. have a tie scene that I would like to do with Maurice. Okay. Okay, yeah. I think Haley's going to invite Maurice 
to her house and upon getting there, Haley is like <laughs> she's <laughs> in, instead of like directly inviting him in, she is instead going to like take him to like a field nearby. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, because they aren't Haley's house is sort of on the edge of town. Uh, so I think she's she's going to uh, sort of uh, take him take him behind their property and like sort of not directly in the woods but close by. So it is it is difficult to see. It would be difficult to see them from the road. And uh, I think upon reaching that point, she goes up to a tree, and there is a sort of a, a like wooden stick leaned up against the tree. Uh, and it has what has clearly happened is Haley has taken like a a sort of um, like like a fork, uh, like a cleaning fork that uh, they would use for, you know, horse pens and stuff and taken the okay. fork part off and just taken like the long sort of handle of it and just taken that. Uh, and she's going to pick that up and turn to Maurice and say, Maurice, I sorry if I wasn't didn't say much, but I invited you here to help me practice. All right. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I don't know. Like, does Maurice look for a, a suitable, I guess, sword or fencing thing? <laughs> you, your your eidolon can can like suit the scene, right? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take that and, like, we are on a grassy field, and it feels a little bit more like, like, England, or like a fucking, you know, King Arthur thing. <laughs> when was Highland yeah. King Arthur? I was like, when was Yeah, a little Highland? bit of Highlander, <laughs> a little bit of that. Um, also, it's still got the weird, like, here's the thing, I'm gonna get, like, fancy now, we're in the coast, there's, like, um, shadows in the forest that look like animals with stars in them. <laughs> kind of just moathing about in the mm-hmm. background and uh also i just want to say just to put some f- flavor on how maurice showed up he's a little down and he's wearing like a leather jacket and he's like i don't think i'm good at being a delinquent <laughs> 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 why did maurice go i'm gonna be a delinquent looks how kc dresses uh-huh. <laughs> this is after the week of trying to be a delinquent in that class he's like yeah this is actually he's like feeling good this is like okay maybe this is more my speed <laughs> And yeah, I think okay. like we get fully armored in like a, you know, the thing that would be a sword. Um, okay, and now I want you to attack me. I don't want you to hold back. Ooh. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess he's he runs over and he's like does like quick like pew, 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 and just does um some sword things first. All right. Yeah, Maurice, I'll say go ahead and give me a scrap. I was gonna say take minus one because you're acting against Haley, but Haley wants you to fight, so I'm gonna say no. You you don't take the penalty here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in which case you get to draw one card, which is Temperance. You're met with an equal and opposite reaction. Ooh. So go ahead and describe how this goes. I mean, both I'll let both of you kind of take control of the narration here, um, but you're both about to get some licks in on each other. I think uh, Maurice's initial strike is is successful because Haley is not really expecting 
you know, she's seen movies where this happens and it looks really easy, but I, she's not really expecting how much momentum and like weight is behind like wielding a weapon. And so oh. she she responds too late. Uh, but then when Maurice is sort of goes in to try and make a follow up attack and sort of uh, push, his, uh, you know, continue the momentum and then push his advantage. Uh, Haley is going to get a better sense of the timing uh, and parry his strike and then sort of sort of uh, thrust the uh, thrust the wooden pole right right at him and sort of strike him and push him back. Yeah, I think he's gonna um, like take that hit and say, "You got me." Um, you got me first, though. It's not good enough. You've been practicing this? A little bit. Alright, um... Yeah, and I think you wanna... For this next attack, maybe use a little bit more Boogie Wonderland juice. Now that we're like, okay, we're going. Let's go. Um... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And one of the, like... I'm just noting you've both been reduced to winded yeah. from this, <laughs> but go on. <laughs> the thing in the, um, you know, we talked last time what Boogie Wonderland looks like on the ranch, where it's like dust clouds and like the sound of horses and like, but also like nebulas and like tumbleweed nebulas floating around. Yeah. Um, and from that, I kind of want um, Maurice to start doing cowboy like wrestling moves. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like he, like he, re- like he remembers, like to figure out what that means. Or like he was, he was thinking. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh man, uh, root and toot and takedown. <laughs> Where he like uh-huh. jumps uh-huh. off of a, like I guess there's like a box or something, and then he like grabs Haley and like flips her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and give me another scrap here, Maurice. Uh, that's gonna give you justice. The situation becomes more fair. Another it, neutral, so you're both going question. to, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because of your island, is Maurice suddenly in like wrestling boots, a pair of black trunks? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I, yeah. But I just realized I haven't, I haven't chosen a playbook yeah. yet. Oh sure, you want to deal in for me real quick? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll give you the navigator, the alchemist, or the, um, uh, what's it called? The conductor. Huh. Almost gave you Vanguard, but like, that's too easy. Okay. <laughs> uh, since I didn't get a chance to do anything with it previously, uh, I'll do alchemist, uh, non-inverted. Okay. Uh, so Saturn, uh, locks in, and I regain the power. My Eidolon can transform any inanimate object it touches into a plant. Okay. Uh, so I think sort of, so y- you were doing like a, like a suplex or something? What, what, yeah, what were you doing A little bit of that, a little bit of like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do like gravity stuff here too, but like of like a big jump, big like grab you and then like throw you in midair. Yeah, I think, I think what happened, if the situation is becoming more fair... Uh, I think what happens is that you do get that move off. But what you didn't notice was that, uh, you know, as you were picking Haley up, she managed to, like, 
brush her fingers against the box that you had used to gain a height advantage. Uh, and that has transformed into like a bunch of grasping vines that have sort of, uh, that are now attempting to pin you. Ooh. Uh, I, I like- and I think this time Haley is going to go on the offensive. Yeah. Uh, and what's your power again? Mine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my eyelon can transform any inanimate object it touches into a plant. Gotcha. Okay, I just wanted that clear. Sure. Okay, so now you're you're gonna fight. This deck is running low, so <laughs> I, I yeah, I think this will be the last one. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, Haley, give me that scrap. What's your pow? Uh, my pow is two. That gets you the magician or the hermit. Uh, That's positive or neutral. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. I think the hermit. The hermit. Okay. Uh, then mark XP. The XP gets added to the pool. Uh, and you describe how well your actions isolate you here. So I think you do successfully pin Maurice to the ground with your vines, but Maurice, how do you fight back? Oh, I don't know if I want to bust this out in this episode, but I think this will be fun for the kind of conclusion of this. I don't know if this is too bad. Sure, okay. um, What's what's the combo move? What's the... Let me scroll down. What's my advanced move? Superconductor. Once per session, choose a character that tie you and you have a tie to. Then temporarily rewrite your Eidolon power to something that the power of the other. <laughs> I can make hella tumbleweeds. I turn into tumbleweeds and come out of it easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, all the plants just turn to, like, kind of um, the prickly version. And I, like, get free easily, but it also, like, hella pokes me and I have hella <laughs> tumbleweeds on me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, how do you how do you attack Haley as you escape here? Um, oh man, how silly do I want to be with this power? Fuck it, we're, we're yeah. You can <laughs> shut it down if you don't like it. Um, but You're I take fine. the tumbleweed that's on me, and like I jump up and I throw it, and it turns into like a spinning nebula, <laughs> and it just explodes into like gas. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I think that definitely like um, Haley was not prepared for that. And sort of as she's as she was, it interrupted her interrupted her rushing at you to take advantage of of you being pinned down, uh, and she, she was completely defenseless against it. She just gets blown several feet backwards and lands just on the ground. Okay, you have both been advanced to desperate. So, you know. <laughs> wow, you no, oh, he, he's gonna go pick you up. Obviously, he's like not like where he's like. Okay, cool. Um, You've been getting better. We. Have you been like training out here? That's, you're serious about taking that sword, aren't you? Yeah. I have to be, you know? I mean, you heard what Merlin told me. It's. It's not just about like pulling the sword from the stone, it's about becoming a god. Yeah. Can you imagine what would happen if one of these teachers got that? Yeah. They sure. How bad that would be for everyone? 
They sure are trying. Sticking their nose everywhere. And if you took it, it would be... Good? I'd rather you have it than anyone else, but... Look, I... So I don't want to so tell Bob and Casey about it, because I don't want to stress them out, you know? I, I want them to enjoy the rest of their year. I get that. But I have to, I have to prepare myself for what could happen. You want to, you want to know a secret? Sure. It's part of why I did the, the disco roller skating thing. It's like, he talked about like, you know, figuring out who you are and who your power is and all that stuff. And like, I wanted part of it to be stronger than whatever's going on in this town already. Um, I don't know if that did anything. The training's good as well. I, I'm glad you're taking this seriously. I'm glad you're, let me look it back on what my, what tie is with Haley. Haley's beginning. I'm really glad that you like, You've really risen to the occasion recently, and I feel like it's giving space for me to also be a little silly and try something. Did you know I tried to, like, be, like, a punk and, like, a tough guy in chess class? Yeah, I got that impression. Yeah, I've been trying a lot of different stuff, and, um... I'm really glad to see that w- you are also fighting as well to try and figure out, like, what does it mean to be worthy? You know? Yeah. I thought to myself, what sort of, what was Arthur thinking before he pulled that sword? Because I know when, when I initially tried to pull it, I didn't have any sort of conviction behind it. It was just a, a funny gag, you know? And I, I mean, I couldn't have known what it would truly mean to do that. I didn't know the stakes of it. And I guess now I do know what's at stake. And when the time comes, I don't want to fail because I hesitated. I have to believe I'm worthy. I have to believe that this is my destiny because I'm too scared of thinking about what might happen if I'm not. Maurice like looks at Haley for a long time and strokes his chin. Can I be your Merlin? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we already have a Merlin. I mean, there can always be... Merlin is a... Merlin's more a concept, you know? Yeah. There can be more than one Merlin in an era. His clothes turn from cowboy to cowboy wizard, whatever that looks like. And I... (laughs) And, you know, I think every Arthur could use their 
wise yet mischievous sage who they can lean on. Speaking of lean on, this, the the the, <laughs> the 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 stick we were fighting with turns into a staff, and he's like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> I think Haley Haley puts out her hand and says, "Then welcome to the court, Merlin." Great. Fucking Boogie Wonderland's going crazy. Just hooting and hollering. <laughs> I love Gun <Gordon> Wizard. <laughs> Yippee! Woohoo! It's a little tasty yeah. what it sounds like. Oh, okay. Also, uh, if the Eidolon power also yeah. affects your power, how does your power change when you're exposed to Maurice's Boogie Wonderland? Oh, gosh. That's a good question. <laughs> um. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're... I guess how does the the aura of this place change? Hmm, I'm I'm just double checking this specific power. Warps reality around me by bringing out the latent energy of the area. Yeah, since you know your hmm. parents, yourself, and like you get to make a like a pretty picture here using science stuff, space stuff, and cowboy stuff, well, and other stuff that you know about yourself. Well, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, doesn't doesn't it take the gist of your power and graft it onto her playbook so it needs to be alchemisty? Oh, I guess that's true. I didn't think about it in those terms, but you're right. Yeah, like, the one time we've used the move, it was two conductors. Two conductors, but yeah, I guess I was thinking of it, well, she's a wild card, so I guess it's just the conductor. But no, I like how you're interpreting it better, Mike, where, yeah, you need to make it alchemisty. So something like, Maidalon transforms any mundane space into a space alive with energy or something? Yeah, let me think. My Eidolon can transform any space... It touches into a mythical version of that space. Okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, so I think like the the trees sort of warp to become taller. Their canopies um, sort of uh, expand and fill in with more leaves, such that the setting sun uh, as it peeks through it creates uh, creates god rays um, which is okay, the yeah, actual yeah. term for them uh, that sort of like shine down uh, on the location that uh, Haley and Maurice are standing on okay yeah I like that as just the visual that we sort of close out on here uh, Maurice Give me an updated tie for Haley. I had my doubts, but I think Haley might might get that radical rock. <laughs> <laughs> get that radical rock. I'm going to put a plus one here. So the next time you act to help, basically, you get to do an old school version of help with Haley one time now. And uh, Haley, what's your updated tie for Maurice? Oh, gosh. Let me think. Um, you have Maurice would make a great leader right now. With Mer- with Maurice helping me, I can't lose. All right. We're running a little long here, but Mike, do you have any tie scenes you want to do here? I want to make sure you're getting, you know, fair share of spotlight here. Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. Well, <laughs> then in that case, uh, Casey, why don't we jump ahead to midnight? Um, yeah. Where would you want to meet up with Jordan for something like this? I mean, the problem I, is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is that we're doing. 
I'll so tell like, you what. Why don't, why don't we say yeah. you meet up at like the Waffle House or something? Because yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Like, yeah. We'll go to Waffle House, and if we have to go somewhere else, we'll go somewhere else. Yeah, I, I think you get there with him, and he's immediately like, um, so I wanted to meet at midnight to talk about something that, I mean, it might be better to talk in private. You want to you wanna just walk, or go to the woods, or, listen, there's, it's midnight, there's snow, and in there, we can just... Get some coffee or something and talk in the corner. Um. Okay. Yeah. I. I, I guess so. If, if you're sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And as you said, Casey, it is pretty empty in the Waffle House, and uh, you can find a a secluded enough corner. Um. And yeah, you get your coffee, and Jordan kind of like looks around, kind of furtively at the couple of people that are in here, and he goes, Okay, um, I have... For all I know, I have explained this to you before, but obviously neither of us can remember. Um, She looks at her hands, and I assume they're not painted yet, her nails? Right, that would make sense. Okay, no, we're still still good. She has the two bottles out. Yeah. Oh, no, I I just meant, you know, for all I know, I told you about this a week ago, and we just... I, I forgot. Um, but this yeah. is uh, my this is my Eidolon. And he takes out a small kind of moleskin notebook. Okay. Um, what's the best way to explain how this works? Uh, it's um, it's called Touch, and hmm. it's because I can um. I guess make it so that I can touch things that I I write in it. I can make them, um... What do you mean, touch? Well, uh, I'm I'm explaining it badly. Let me, let me... He's flipping through it. You can see that there is some writing in this book, but he flips open Mm -hmm. to a blank page, and uh, he writes out... Casey has a... And then he sort of leaves a blank and writes in her back pocket, and he just says, um, what's your favorite candy bar? Uh, Snickers. He writes Snickers into the blank, and, uh, Casey, you can suddenly feel that there's something in your back pocket. She reaches out to grab it? Yeah, it's a Snickers bar. Okay. She starts opening it up and... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it tastes like a Snickers bar. Okay, uh, uh, this hmm. is handy if you're hungry, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, mm, uh, sorry, it's a little. Do you? It it, it it's a little you know, a little out of breath puts, after doing it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, oh my god, she like scratches her head. Oh my god. Oh my god. If I write something down in here, it'll be true. And I thought you might want me to write something down in here. Her eyes are watering. She, like, keeps wanting to say something, but, like, it gets caught on her breath. What? What would you write? Well, what would 
would you want me to write? I mean, I... I... <sighs> she, her hands are on her face. I, I mean, I wasn't sure if you'd want me to write anything. That's why I, was, why I wasn't sure if, if you'd like this, uh, but... Have you... What have you done other than candy bars? Uh, I mean, small stuff like that, I haven't really... You know, I, I've mostly just kind of been testing it out like that. I haven't really done anything big. I've been a little worried to, but... Or I guess I just... Un unsure? I don't know. But if it can do something to help you, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it can, then... She is completely paralyzed by indecision right now. She wants to say yes, but she's scared that things would change, that things would go wrong, but she she wants to say yes so badly. I mean, it, it wouldn't have to all be at once. We could do something small to start. Okay. Something small sounds good. Uh... And I mean, I guess... um. I guess something to think about before you commit, like, we're not going to remember this conversation from no. your perspective. It's just going to be like something changed all on its own. Yeah, but I, I trust you and we are having this conversation and she looks at the paint at the nail coloring, something small. How about KC's birth name is KC? Okay, yeah, I, I, I can do that. Um, and he writes that sentence out on the page. And uh, he kind of like slumps a little as he does and just kind of like, <sighs> um, yeah. Uh, how... Are you... Yeah, no, Are it's... Are you okay? It's, it's fine. Like I said, it's just, um... You know, it's it's like doing anything that's, uh... uh strenuous, I guess. It, it's fine. I'm fine. Um, okay, but when, when I use mine, it, I don't get it like that. Oh. Uh... I, I don't know. That's That's just sort of how it's been. Okay. What's how can we see if this worked? Uh, she checks her IDs. Your ID says Casey Cardenas. She starts crying. Um, just, just, just crying, sobbing. Uh, she grabs the the red, the Mendes, and paints her nails. As, as sloppily as she... Not sloppy as she can, but, like, she's crying and painting her nails. That's not gonna go great. Yeah. Um, Fabi, let me la let me ask you out a character mm -hmm. here. Yeah? How, how far does Casey want to take this right here, right now? I think she doesn't know. She's scared because she doesn't know what this would mean. Right. And she is noticing him getting out of... Fuck. I guess l let me ask you this, and I'm yeah, asking yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I'm asking more as a, a co-writer yeah, yeah, yeah. on this Let's scene than, than in character. I'm yeah. thinking we at this point skip ahead to the morning, and Casey's going to wake up to a lot of surprises. 
And I just want yeah. the idea, what degree of surprise is she waking up to here? I was thinking about that since earlier, yeah. since the last scene, because I figured this is what, what was going to happen. Uh -huh. And, like, I think it's important for me to say that, like, I, as a person, don't want to be cis. Sure. Like, uh, me as a trans person, because of my life and my journey, don't want to be cis. Yeah. But if I had been in Casey's situation at her age, I think they, I think they leave that diner with Casey was born a girl. Okay, then. <laughs> I think that's what happens. Because if you have that... I think in her mind, in her life, if you have that power... Yeah. I think you use it. Yeah, yeah. Then in that case, I want to jump ahead to the following morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Me, I'll never play a cis character. <laughs> unless... Oh, bet. <laughs> and, um... Casey, you are still, uh, you, Casey, you're asleep, but you are mm -hmm. very distantly kind of being stirred by a voice calling out, um, Miss Cardenas, Miss Cardenas. Mm. <sighs> Hello? Casey, you are sort of taken... A back, you're. Does, does your room look like how Maurice made it look with Boogie Wonderland, or does it look different? Because, you know. I think it looks different. It looks. It, it's pink, but it looks more childish, I would say, because it's okay. probably been like this for a couple years. Right, right. Uh, you describe your emotions as you look around your room and see it like that. Uh, do I remember, do I rem what do I remember? Do I remember everything up to 11 yesterday? Yeah, you remember everything prior to midnight. Okay. I'm confused. I look at my nails. Uh, oh, uh, they're red if you liked it, right? Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah they are painted red. Okay. Uh, wait, Miss Cardena, who... Your eyes, your eyes drift to uh, Detective Oates standing in your doorway saying, Miss Cardenas, I need you to get up and get dressed. You are under arrest for the murder of Jennifer McHale. Eidolon Disco is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Eidolon Playtest. You can follow Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit, Iris at Stilts the GM, Ty at Sirius Tiberius, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, and me, Luke, at SSJ Speed Racer. Eidolon Disco will be back in two weeks on July 10th for Patreon subscribers and July 17th for everyone else. See you then! See you then!